This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host, bringing you the best in baseball action. And to do that, I have to bring in my co-host, the very, very wise and very successful, I must say, Jen Bitter Piacenti. Jen, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. You know, it's been a fantastic week since the All-Star break. I have all my baseball back, so I'm loving life. Yeah, and, and the last couple podcasts we've put together, you know, you have been absolutely rolling. And and, and if, if you haven't listened, welcome. If you have listened, not only do we try to give you a couple things to uh, play with, but also some reasons why that maybe you can use to expand upon your own choices tonight. But what we're going to start with is the Red Sox and the Blue Jays in a rather hotly contested AL East. Now, the Red Sox sit in first place by only one game. Blue Jays are seven out. But the Blue Jays, of course, are still five games over 500. These are two good teams, and it's happening in, in Toronto. Yeah, this is a More great— More accurately, not, I take that back. It's happening in Buffalo, New York. It is Toronto happening in Buffalo, is the New York. That's right. That's right. That's right. But that is a ballpark where the balls will fly out of the park. So first thing when I look at this game, I think over— Ten and a half runs is the line right now over at BetMGM, which is better than at FanDuel, where the line is 11 over or under. So I like ten and a half over ten and a half at minus 115. We saw these two teams absolutely mash the ball two nights ago. You know, last night was pushed to tonight, so we're going to have a matchup instead of Garrett Richards versus Robbie Ray tonight. But two nights ago, Ross Stripling got crushed by the Red Sox, and then Toronto did their part too. I believe the total ended up being 15 runs scored. I can easily see that happening again. Now, I do like the Jays to win this game. If I'm taking a winner, the money line is minus 190. But there's a few more fun ways to play this. First of all, I do like Robbie Ray very much. He's been dominant. He's fantastic. But I think everyone should bear in mind that Boston is particularly dominant versus left-handed pitchers. In fact, versus lefties, they have the second most RBI the seventh highest batting average and the fourth lowest strikeout rate in the league. And there are even particular matchups versus lefties, which are pretty spectacular in this game. So though I do love Robbie Ray, I'm not touching the strikeout prop tonight. And I'm not thinking that he's going to be as dominant as he was his last few outings. So again, that goes along with my idea that I think the run total is going to be over 10 and a half. Now you look at this game, Toronto has the highest slugging percentage in the league at 456. Well, guess who has the second highest slugging percentage? Boston, 441. So every way I look at this, I think it's going to go over. Now, of course, Robbie Ray could be dominant. But one thing I'm pretty sure about is that Garrett Richards won't. He has an ERA of almost six versus right-handed batters. So, I mean, I'm looking at Vlad Guerrero Jr. here, and I'm like, he's he's going to be fantastic. He's batting 388 with oh 17 goodness. homers <laughs> at home versus right-handed pitching. He's just phenomenal. Simeon has 16 homers this year versus right-handers. Bichette has 12 home runs and 11 stolen bases off righties. These are all guys that I really like tonight. I think they're going to put up some numbers and I love them for your DFS as well. Yeah, Garrett Richards is uh, almost the 
definition of an average pitcher this year. Yes. You know, the, the ERA is 4.91. Yes. He is 5 and 5. He does not have a high strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, he's very hittable. And to my mind, yeah, this is a, a lineup that can absolutely go yeah. off on a guy like Garrett Richards. And you talked about Boston's ability against lefties. Uh, in the 10 games this year that these teams have played, they have been in double digits five times. Now, they've even had, they've gotten close to it a bunch of times. They had a game where they had nine. They had a game where they had eight. They had another game where they had nine. So you're talking about eight of the 10 games have been nine or more runs. And yeah. in the last three, they did have, they had 17 combined in their previous game. Now, they went two to one before that. But the game before that was 18 to four Blue Jays. So two out of the last three games <laughs> have gone over 17 runs. It's an NFL so, score there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just that extra, you know, that, they just needed that touchdown and the extra point to make it a little bit closer. But these kind of. Uh, performances between two these two teams it's been a lot of fireworks so i'm, I'm with you yeah. The, yeah. the guys that are the big hitters this is the time to jump on them because these are the kind of games in which they are set up to succeed and yeah an over under of 10 and a half you usually look at it in baseball i look at that and i'm, I'm thinking is that in coors field and if it's not i, right. I worry but you're yeah. right this matchup it looks like a really good one uh, for the offenses tonight at, in uh, out in buffalo new york where toronto is playing at That's home this right. season. So I've, next, I've oh, actually sorry. got a couple more plays from this game. Oh, good. To sneak on. All right. Absolutely. I don't know why I'm loving this game tonight, guys, but I am. I hope I'm right. Um, I like if you don't like the money line for the Jays at minus 190. If you feel like really good about it, there is a way to play Blue Jays and over eight and a half runs scored in the game for plus 120. You can turn that into plus money over at BetMGM. Oh, wow. Yeah. And for player props, I cannot believe this is a player prop. I really can't. This is a must, must play to me. Vlad Guerrero Jr. for three or more total bases is plus 130. One home run. And that hits one double, one single. And that hits, as I told you at home versus righties, he's batting 388 with 17 long balls. So I love this prop. And finally, this is maybe my favorite DFS super dart of the day. You know, when we talk about DFS, you talk about the differences between cash games and tournament plays. I love DFS for tonight because it's not too big of a slate. You can concentrate on a few games. But if you want to get a high-priced pitcher in there, and we're going to talk about a high-priced pitcher in the next game, you're going to need a few pieces that are affordable. Listen to this. Danny Santana, 2200 on Fiendel. And here's the kicker. He has seven at-bats versus Robbie Ray and three home runs. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. 2200 <laughs> Why not? Right? Why yeah. not? Wow, that, that, that's a lot to uh, to go off for this one. This one should be fun tonight. And on top of that, uh, it's a game that's worth watching. This is going to be one of the better games uh, on the Major League schedule tonight as well. We can move over to Houston, where the Houston Astros will host the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Houston has Lance McCullers Jr. going. Uh, Eli Morgan is going for Cleveland. Morgan is a little bit new to baseball, let's just say, this year. I mean, 26 yeah. innings pitched. Uh, he does have 28 Ks to only five walks in those 26 innings, but it hasn't amounted to much. He's given up nine homers in those 26 innings and has an ERA of 7.86 and a 1-3 and three record. So, obviously, as you expect, Houston is heavily favored, probably too heavily favored to really be worth it. So what are you looking right. at? Right. That's a really good point. Too heavily favored to be really worth it. And let, let's break down some more some of that Eli Morgan. Those stats are all true. Let me put it in even uglier terms. 
He's not had a single outing where he's given up less than three earned runs. And since he's only pitched 26 innings across six starts, yeah, I think the Houston Astros should be favored (laughs) here. But you're right. There's no money to be made with them on the money line. It's minus 250. I mean, you probably probably can't lose now that being said Houston has been better versus teams with over 500 records this season it's crazy but true but this looks like a a pretty easy matchup this is how I see this going again I'm taking the over the over is eight and a half and I'm I'm sure that's because they believe McCullers will be very good and I believe he will but this is how the game is going to go McCullers is going to give up one or two runs because he gives out too many free passes Astros are going to turn around and pound Eli Morgan. And then the Astros bullpen is going to come in and give up at least another run or two. So I see this going over eight and a half fairly easily. Um, That is minus 115. Now, if you want to parlay it, if you're pretty sure the Astros are going to win this game, you can parlay it for Astros and over seven and a half total runs for plus 125 or Astros and over eight and a half total runs for plus 155 over at that MGM. Now, oh, as far okay. as, yeah, I, I, I like that first one because now you're getting under the normal run line anyway. So you're getting a bargain on the run line and exactly. you're still getting the heavy favorite and just for plus money. Exactly. So um, as far as McCullers goes, I love him tonight. Uh, He has historically dominant career splits at home. And the last outing, he dominated a really tough Chicago White Sox lineup. He struck out 10 of them and only surrendered one run. Uh, And he went seven full innings. Um, Now, Cleveland has a 27.1% strikeout rate for July. That's the second highest in the league. And they're batting only 233 versus right-handed pitchers. So I do expect McCullers to have a good game tonight. He is the cash pitcher I'm using tonight in DFS. And if I'm using him in DFS, I'm going to back him up with, you know, a Jose Altuve who had a double dinger game last night. Uh, he's 3,800. Kyle Tucker, who's slugging 551 versus lefties and 627 when he's at home. He's 3,500. And Yuli Gurriel kind of feels like a free square to me at 2,600. He's batting 313 versus righties and 318 when at home. And then finally, just to give you guys one more dart, because as I said, you're going to need those inexpensive pieces when you're paying up for pitching. Or for Vlad Guerrero Jr., which right. you probably should do, or Marco Simeon. Miles Straw is only 2,200, and he has 11 stolen bases versus right-handed pitching. So that's a sneaky way to get in some points on FanDuel. Yeah, that makes sense. I can give you one for those those large tournaments, too, in, in this one. You get those big GPP events where you mm-hmm. have to get a bit of a unique lineup. Like you mentioned, you know, it's easier when there are fewer games on the slate because there are fewer unique lineups to find. And you're, you're going to need that if you're going to get near the top. Uh, Abraham Toro who has taken over as the third baseman in Alec Bregman's absence. He's not been particularly good, only 216 on the year, and he's only had uh, three hits in his past five games. But he's facing a bad pitcher tonight. And, of course, he doesn't cost you anything, and most of the players don't even know who he is or why he's in because they're not not even aware that he exists. So if if you want – see, I don't have a problem with something like that. I'm going to pay for Vlad Guerrero. I'm going to pay for Bo Bichette. uh, And I know I need someone – cheap there and i'm just going to go for a starting third baseman in a good lineup against a bad pitcher so someone like abraham toro even though he has not been impressive doesn't really scare me when you're looking at a night like this there's really nothing to lose right i, yeah. I, I agree 100 percent. well we have we have another game to take a look at and we'll get back to another couple dfs plays we'll do that in just a couple minutes right here in sticks and stacks
Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks. My name is Sean Drotar. You can follow me on Twitter at S-D-R-O-T-A-R. You can follow Jennifer Piacenti at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. And we go to our final game we're going to take a look at. This is the Houston. Uh, pardon me. We went to Houston. We went uh, to the game there. We're going to go to St. Louis, where the Cardinals, just under 500 at 47 and 48, take on a Chicago Cubs team that, by the way, just under 500, <laughs> 47 and 48. So the mediocre faced the mediocre uh, right. national TV game tonight. Uh, what do you see happening in this NL Central rivalry? Right. You're all thinking, Jen, what are you doing here? These teams are so evenly matched and they're so unbelievably boring. Um, I do like the cards to win tonight on the money line minus 120. But in order to really turn this into good money, if you think the cards are going to win, it's a really easy, easy way to do that. Cardinals money line and both teams to score two or more runs at plus 190. I definitely think that's the each score two runs or more. Now, these teams are really evenly matched. They have like, I don't know, the Cubs have like 59 runs and the Cardinals have like 60 runs scored in July. They're just everything about them. They're one or two off. They're completely evenly matched. However, I do like Adam Wainwright for over six and a half strikeouts tonight. Now, that may seem a little bit aggressive, but for July, the Cubs, who, by the way, are already in sellers mode, they yes. have a 25% strikeout rate, which is the sixth highest in the league. And Adam Wainwright has an ERA of only 2.84 when at home. He usually goes at least six full innings, so we should have the time to get those strikeouts in. I think he'll go seven tonight. Um, and I think he'll get an extra, you know, punch out or two. So I'm going with Adam Wainwright for over six and a half strikeouts. If you can find a lower prop somewhere, that's what I found on BetMGM. You, you know, shop around, check out prize picks, check out FanDuel, check out DraftKings, see how low of a strikeout prop you can get and go ahead and take the over for Wainwright. Um, and as I said, it's it's kind of fun to parlay it. I like this Cardinals money line and both teams to score two or more runs at plus 190. Or if you like the Cubs, take the Cubs. They're pretty evenly matched. And if you're one of those folks who thinks that the win and loss record for pitchers are important, uh, it's not. And I'll tell you why. Take a look at this. In the Hendricks-Wainwright matchup, uh, Hendricks, they, these guys have pitched two-thirds of an inning difference. Hendricks has pitched 111, Wainwright 111 and two-thirds. Uh, the ERAs are very close. 365 for Hendricks, 371 for Wainwright. So very, very close. But Wainwright, even with two-thirds more of an inning, not that that's all that much, has 21 fewer hits has 22 more strikeouts, and has given out five fewer home runs in that span of time. But he's 7-6, and six, whereas Hendricks is 12-4. and four. Get rid of the wins and loss record. Don't worry about that when you look at pitchers. Look at the other numbers of what they're doing. Such a good point, Sean. You're so right. You want to look at that strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, you want to look at the innings pitched, the volume, because so much of this wins and losses is just fluky. You know, a guy can go in and pitch, you know, one run ball game and still lose. Yep. And that doesn't mean anything. So don't yet. Yeah, don't look at those easy stats. You don't look at the quote unquote counting stats. Look at some of these more advanced stats. They'll really help you out in these things. So let's go back in and recap here what we've done. We talked about first a Toronto at Boston. Just give us a, one of those bets that you really love and maybe one of those DFS players. Man, we have so many great bets here. Um, I am going to take the Blue Jays and over eight and a half runs scored at plus 120. Uh, and the player prop of Vlad Guerrero Jr. for three or more total bases at plus 130. And for DFS, I will take that Danny Santana dart at $2,200 over on FanDuel. 
All right. Well, let's move on to that Cleveland game. They take on the Astros. And, uh, boy, the pitching setup for Cleveland is a disaster. It is a disaster. I'm taking the Astros to win this and over seven and a half total runs scored in the game at plus 125. All right. And the final one, of course, we, we just talked about it. The Cardinals hosting a Cubs team that, as you rightly put, is completely in sellers mode. We're even in the time where you don't know it might be a day where Chris Bryant isn't even in the lineup because the so deals true. are getting closer. So uh, <laughs> we'll look at this one one more time. All right. I like Adam Wainwright for over six and a half strikeouts tonight. All right, there you go. So that's what we're looking at tonight on Six and Zacks. We'll be back later in the week with some fresh picks for you. I hope you enjoyed it. You can subscribe anywhere. Uh, subscribe anywhere where you get your podcast. So wherever you're listening to us, thank you very much. For Jen Piacenti, I'm Sean Drotar. We'll catch you next time on Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.